the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range and Nutrien Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrien.com.au. This is Sports Day. Yes, hello. Welcome to the show on a day where the Aussies on top in the third test. Yes, the third test at the SCG between Australia and also Pakistan. Just what a day of cricket it is, though. We've got the test and then we've got two T20 games. Incredible day. It was very hard to get off the couch today. Welcome to Sports Show, uh, Sports Day. Jason Matthews here tonight. Uh, we're doing it for Kia and also Nutrient Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers. Uh, the SCN cricket team caught up with Usman Kawaja earlier and spoke to him, of course, about his good mate, David Warner. They've played cricket since they were kids. So uh, we'll find out what he had to say about his good mate. Uh, three burning questions tonight as well. Uh, as I said off the top of the show, the day belongs to the Aussies. Pakistan blown a great chance today winning the toss and electing uh, to bat. Um, yeah, not good. You want to put 400 on the score in the first innings at the SCG when the pitch is at its best, but no, not good enough from Pakistan. Uh, in the meantime, though, let's move away from that. Um, there's been a really big announcement today in uh, rugby league. And in fact, we're only just talking about last night on Sports Day going, uh, when's this decision coming from Jerome Luai? Uh, and when's this 10-day cooling off period finish? Well, he made an announcement finally today. Probably the toughest decision um, of my career and probably life so far. So without further ado, man, um, for 2025, I'll be heading to the West Tigers to continue my career, the obvious reason was a great opportunity for me to provide and create for my family, but um, also to create something for myself. I've had a great connection with Benji, and he's sort of, we've just spoken about the future and, and what he sees in me and moving forward. So I'm really excited about it. Um, excited about the challenge as well. Um, like I've seen a few headlines about, you know, who would go from the top to the bottom sort of thing. And, and it resonated with me just because um, I'm always backing myself to win no matter where I go. I'm excited for the challenge, like I said, and hopefully I can bring that, that belief to the boys in 2025. Yeah, there it is. Confirmation is off to the West Tigers. Uh, Benji's first signing, Shane Richardson's uh, paws all over this as well, without a doubt. Big signing. Five-year deal. Um, led to believe it's worth $6 million, so $1.2 uh, million per year. So, well done, Jerome Luai. You're right. It's an opportunity for, for him to provide for his family. He'll be 26 years of age. Uh, probably the best time to grab the guy. What, what, I, um, what, what I liked about it, Panthers came back out straight away and said, uh, we're not, we're not going to execute the 10-day uh, clause where we can make a, a counteroffer. They already know that due to salary cap restrictions with the talent they've got, they can't do it. But wonderful record. Three grand finals, uh, state of origin player, good pickup for the West Tigers. Probably a little, paying a little over the odds, but until they have some success, you expect um, th that will happen. They've got to pay more. Will more players flock to the Tigers to play alongside Lua? I reckon he'll be a magnet. But I also think Benji, and it concerns me because Benji hasn't coached consistently week in, week out uh, at the senior level yet. But... Benji will attract the players along with the likes of um, Luai, Carousel, 
Um, and Appy's a big draw card as well. So uh, very interesting time. Still haven't got any um, halves for next year, but uh, I wonder what 2024 means uh, for the West Tigers. Uh, hopefully they can um, blood some youngsters uh, as they wait for Luai to come along. But he will play out 2024 with the Panthers. Uh, they will not let him go. Um, Jack Cogger, yeah, how's he feeling? Signed with the Knights. Yeah. He would add that 5'8 jersey, and he played very well when he's filled in. But anyway, the Knights, don't worry about that. The Knights are going great guns as well. So he's going to a club that's that's on the up. Break time. This is Sports Day. When we come back, Usman Kawaja caught up with the team from SCN Cricket a little early today to chat about his great mate, Dave Warner. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range and Nutrien Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at Nutrien.com.au. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. Jason Matthews here this afternoon. Of course, earlier today before the start of play, day one of the third test at the SCG, uh, the SCN cricket team, not as in players, but our commentary team, uh, caught up with uh, Usman Khawaja, Adam Collins and Bharat Sundarais and had a chat to him you know, about playing cricket with Dave Warner all through his cricket career and other stuff. Usman Khawaja, thanks for joining us on SEN Test Cricket. Uh, first things first, the question the nation's been wanting answered overnight, is David, Warner, is David Warner's baggy green showing up? <laughs> I don't think so, not yet. I, I've been trying to get updates from him and asking him, but it hasn't. It's, um, it's not an ideal situation. It's, uh, hopefully it turns up. It's uh, something that obviously all of us cherish, and I know he does too, so fingers crossed it turns up. So we've got this chance to talk with you and celebrate Dave's career, and your relationship with him is quite emotional at his press conference the other day when talking about uh, the rapport you two have going all the way back to when you're little kids. I mean, your reflection on your uh, long-standing relationship with David Warner. Uh, I think when you reflect on it, I try to not reflect on it too hard because I probably end up what Davey was like, and it's there's a lot of emotions that go with it because you've been there so long, you never think... You, know, you always want to play for Australia, but you never 100% think you're going to. And then when it does happen, um, you know, you share it with your family, but to be able to share it with your family and your close friends and, you know, someone you've grown up playing for such a long time. And I think because we've come full circle, you know, we were five, six years old when we were first met. And now our kids around, you know, five, six and eight, nine, I think some of his, uh, uh, Ivy his might have been the oldest there. So... When you kind of reflect on that and you see how it's gone full circle, it can get a little bit emotional. It's, it's beautiful in its own right, so, yeah, it's really cool. It, but both of you have been through so many ups and downs, uh, Usman. So how, has that relationship, like, kind of evolved as well, just the way you are with each other on the field, off the field? Um, yeah, I mean, we were always close, but probably, you know, he was out of the game for a year. It was a tough time. It was tough for him. It was tough for his family. I made sure I kept in touch, just like I did with Steve, but particularly with Davey because he probably caught more than anyone during that time and I think he respected that like you know when things aren't going your way you find out who your real friends are and I never stopped being in touch with him seeing how his family was going met up with him when he was in whenever I come, came to Sydney so um, Davey's one of the most loyal people you'll meet um, and I think he knows that I've always been loyal to him he's always been loyal to me and we share that friendship. Does your mother still think he's a shaitan? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. She sees that face. Once you got that face as a youngster, she'll never forget that face. Yeah. And now she sees her kids. I think they're the shaitans now. Just on Warner, the batsman. Have you got a favourite David Warner moment, watching him be it down the other end or up in the dressing room? 
Uh, mine was probably watching him score 100 in the first session out here, I think. Yeah. But, um, we played against Pakistan this series. Him and Matty Renshaw went out to bat, and that innings was unbelievable. I mean, you could kind of fathom a 100 in the first innings or maybe a really flat wicket in the subcontinent or somewhere else where the wicket might deteriorate and get a lot worse, but... It's never an easy first session in Australia, no matter what wicket you're on. So for him to do it in that first session, uh, it was special. Even when I went out there and batting, I think I was like 10 or, 10 or 20 balls. I'm like, man, I better get a move on here. This is, this is getting a bit ridiculous. And he, I've never seen anyone do that in the first session before. Obviously, you didn't see Victor Trump or Victor Trump or Donald um, Bradman do it. So, yeah, it was pretty special. What is it about him technically that set him apart and allowed him to score so freely at such a high strike rate for such a long time? I think that's what it did. He put a lot of pressure on the bowlers, particularly early on. It's, um, you know, opening's always the toughest time to bat. Uh, but he found a way to just put pressure on the bowl. They're good balls. He had that back foot punch. I always said that back foot punch was the one that really solidified him as one of the great openers because they bowled a nice length ball and he back foot punched it for two or four. And as a bowler, you think, well, where do I bowl to him now? And that's what made him so special. He's very hard to bowl to. He put a lot of pressures on, pressure on the bowlers. And... In return, he got a few few freebies because of the pressure he put on him. You spoke about your relationship off the field. You two are very different characters in the middle. You're in, in a trance. He can't stop talking. So how does it play out between you two while you're out there in the middle? No, I talk. I talk, I talk, more, I talk more than what Stephen Smith would to him. Stephen <laughs> Smith doesn't say a word. Uh, Marnus is not bad either, but uh, no, we talk. We, we talk about the weekend. Then once we're into our rhythm a, a little bit, we, we start talking about other stuff and joking around. It just... Yeah, we've always had a good rapport batting. We've always scored runs together. Obviously, batted a long time together since we were kids. But, no, we're, we're very different people. But on the field when we're batting, we're not too dissimilar other than how we go about it. Uh, not to look too far ahead, Usman, but in a week's time, you'll need another partner out there in the middle. Um, do you get a big say on it? I mean, considering you are the senior opener, or not? if not a big say, at least not a choice, but would you have, like, some thoughts on like who you would like to open the batting with? I think everyone's got thoughts. I don't have a say, choice, or preference. I, I've been quite open, honest. I selectors and I know will pick who they think is the best for the job, and that's who they should pick. Who they think is the best for the job long term. Not. It's never a case of who's in most form right here, right now. It's who do you think the best next batsman is to fill that spot? Um, and whoever the selectors go with, I'm happy. Like. All the contenders that are up for it, I get along with all of them. There's not many, too many people in cricket that I don't get along with and I can't figure out to get, you know, a rapport with. So, to be honest, that the selectors will do their choice. It's a tough decision. I'm going to be honest, it's a tough decision. But uh, that's why they get paid the big bucks, eh? That's why, yeah. Usman <laughs> <laughs> Khawaja, thanks as always for joining us on SCN Test Cricket. Good luck this week. Cheers. Thanks, guys. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. And Nutrien Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrient.com.au. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Wednesday night edition of Sports Day. Time for a BBL update. Thanks to Tui's. I feel like a Tui's or two drink responsibly. Melbourne Stars beat a very disappointing Renegades last night by eight wickets. Uh, with 12 balls left, Maxwell took three wickets and made 32 not out from 15 balls. Great knock. Great game from a Big Maxi. What are the Renegades only made like 90-something, seven for, or 14 overs? It was a reduced uh, match due to rain at the MCG. I'm, I'm surprised they got on and the weather held off. So well done to the curators. But 
Geez, the Renegades look terrible. That's the third win in a row now for the Stars. Well in contention uh, for the finals now. Tonight I've got a double header. Uh, live action on SEN, of course. Uh, download the app to hear that. Uh, the Sixers are hosting the Heat right now uh, at Coffs Harbour. Um, the Sixers have got back uh, Tom Curran, who served his four-match ban for that stupid act by running up to the umpire and around him. Um, let's hope he doesn't do that sort of stuff tonight. Sydney won last summer in Coffs when they beat the Strikers by 59 runs. Of course, the Heat undefeated so far. And these two teams tried to play a game the other night at the Gabba, but it was abandoned and they both got a, a point each. Uh, and the other game later tonight, uh, the Scorchers host the Strikers at Optus. So I reckon there'll be a massive crowd at Optus Stadium tonight. They're right behind it. I'm expecting a crowd of 35,000, 40,000 plus. So the BBL is well and truly uh, truly thriving this year, isn't it? It's going gangbusters. That's our BBL update brought to you by Tui's. I feel like a Tui's or two. Drink responsibly. Break time when we come back. Daddy Vass has got three burning questions on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range and Nutrien Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrien.com.au. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. It is a uh, Wednesday night. What is it, Wacky Wednesday or Hump Day Wednesday? What, what do the kids say today, Daddy Bass? What is it, Hump Day? Is, it, is that what they say? Uh... Or yeah, I think it's still hump day. Hump day? Yeah. But it's not really because we didn't work Monday. Well, I did. You didn't. <laughs> uh, toolkit Depot. Tools. Oh, you mean, you mean the rain delay? Mate, do you know how hard it is to sit there and just make stuff up for two hours <laughs> while you're watching the rain? You do that every night. Yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> hey, what? Oh, credit, though, to the group Penal. Have you heard of them? Yeah. They played. Oh, yeah. And credit to the crowd. 11,000 stuck around till to be told there's no game. Yeah, right. Like, I would have taken the hint when it was pouring. Wait, did they play, then they waited around? What do you mean? Penal. Yeah, they played like it. I think they called the game off at 7.55, so they played about 7.30. They were meant to, oh, be, the, right. they were meant to be the halftime entertainment. Right. They but just... they were playing under a marquee, like in a tent, so oh. they wouldn't get wet. Oh. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they would have played some better New Year's Eve gigs in their day. But well, anyway. 11,000. Well, this is New Year's Day. Right. So this is the hangover crowd. <laughs> Toolkit Depot, tools, equipment, safety gear and workwear. Three burning questions. Okay, let them rip. Spoke about a bit off air, Jace, but mm. uh, want to know, now one name. I'm going to limit you to one name. Mm. Who will be the opener for the test against the West Indies on the 17th of January? Can I give you who I want and who I think? Yep. I'd like Travis Head, but I don't know. I don't. There is there is some talk around Chris Green. Mm. Opening the batting. Yep. But I'm actually thinking, believe it or not, I can't believe I'm saying this, I think it'll be Steve Smith. Really? New challenge. Oh. Steve Smith. But I don't agree with it with because. Uzi. Huh? With the Uzi. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't, I, don't, I don't agree with it because Steve's on the wrong side of 30. So it's, we're not talking about a long plan here. Stint, yeah. So, but anyway, look, if that gets us through India playing some test matches against us at the end of this year. The only other thing, too, take into consideration, including today's test, the two tests against the West Indies, the two tests against New Zealand in March, 
Australia are only playing like eight tests this year. So once they finish playing New Zealand in March, they don't play a test match again until November when India come out. So it's not something they have to rush with. So maybe they'll just put Smithy at the top of the order for West Indies and New Zealand and look at it after that. But I think Steve Smith will be opener. Mm. Do you think do you, do you think if they go down that road, they'll just continue to monitor form of everyone else? Well, if, if, if they go down that road, they'll have to bring in another batsman. And mm. it's, it's going to be one of those three that everyone's talking about. Harris, Renshaw, um, or Bancroft. Will Bancroft ever get a go again? No, I don't think so. I'd Black be surprised. Yeah, even at higher in the uh, higher in the order. Well, I don't know, but I'm I'm hearing talk today that it's Smith is going to open the batting. Bancroft is an opener. I, I would bring Renshaw in, put him at four. All right. I think Renshaw. They, we need some youth. Good mm. chance to to blood in that youth. Now, uh, Rafa was successful. In his return to the court today. Yeah, Brisbane International. Is he playing the Dale playing at Brisbane International? I yeah, saw. Yeah. Yeah. How good's that? Yeah, awesome. Great for the You ever been to a tennis group. match? I have, yeah. I've been in to Perth. one. I've been to one and it was at the Brisbane International. Oh right. It was only the I, it was only the women's tournament. Mm. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's a good atmosphere. Well, I didn't enjoy the price of the beer. It was about twelve bucks. <laughs> I didn't like that. That's cheap these days. I was the only one buying a beer, I, I think. It was just full of chicks in the crowd. <laughs> and the food's good. When you've got a sporting contest that attracts women, have you noticed the food variety is a lot better? Oh, like there was no, I don't couldn't, take much notice. There was no Chico Rolls that I could put in my pocket and walk back to my seat like I do at the cricket. We've got a Chico Roll shirt on. Oh, no, it's so good. <laughs> but, you don't know, that's, that that's why Chico Roll's so good. You can buy a four beers, right, in the tray. And you just shove your Chico roll in your pocket. Oh, how good. And walk back to your seat. But anyway, what's your question about? Uh, now, yesterday, Rafa came out and said, Novak, no, he's not the greatest of all time. It should be Roger Federer. So uh, who do you think is the goat of tennis, Jace? Now, there's some numbers here. Novak's 24 grand slams, Rafa mm. 22, Roger Federer 20. Well, on the numbers, it's Djokovic, right? Yeah. So Novak Djokovic should be... The joke. But I think there's a bloke who played in the 60s who was pretty handy, Rod Laver. Mm. And he, I mean, he was unbelievable. And he, he played in an era where they didn't have first-class travel like they do now, you know, sports science and, you know, massage every five minutes and all that sort of stuff. And he's a guy who played on all different surfaces, grass, clay, timber. They played on timber. He played. He played That's on hardcore as well. So, I, I reckon Rod Laver, for me, is is the goat, right, of tennis. Because tennis is different now. Um, I think Roger Federer on and off the court, but yeah, I, I I'd say Rod Laver, or Novak Djokovic. You can't. I mean, can't hide the fact that Novak Djokovic has won twenty four Grand Slam titles. Mm. Pretty good, right? Yeah, he's uh, pretty and dialed. And it's tennis. Who cares? <laughs> It's cricket a season. Lot, a lot, I'm doing a lot what would disagree. A lot would no, disagree. but I'm doing what Sats is, d does. It's cricket season. I don't want to talk about tennis until the Australian Open final. Mate, hey, up until last week, we were, to we're all, all talking about Adam Van Orbley. Mate, tonight <laughs> we're talking about Luai. <laughs> like, can everyone just leave? Well, that, that's our next question. Can everyone leave my bloody cricket alone? Uh, I don't want to be talking about Adam Van Blake in <laughs> November. Just insert. Jerome Luai into that, Kerry, could you? <laughs>
Right, what's the, what's the Luai question? Third um, one. Now, obviously signed, like you mentioned before, yeah. with the Tigers. Do you think you'll wear the seven or six jumper? Good question, because they still need a seven, don't they? They still well, need. Well, they've signed Aiden Caesar. Mate, now, please. Now, he's an out-and-out seven. Yeah, but he's not a good seven. No, but he's an out-and-out seven. Yeah, but I, he's not good. I think Benji has challenged uh, Luai and said, you can come to the club and control our team. I think he's going to step into the seven jumper. But Luai's not a controller. He's a creator. Neither was Benji, but he ended up in the seven jersey. Yeah, later in his career, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Oh, oh, I don't know. I, I think, I think Luai plays his best footy when he just sees what's in front of him, right? Mm. I mean, you've got Cleary plays that role. And that's when Luai plays his best footy. I can't see Luai taking on that responsibility. I can't see that. I think he needs a strong seven. Um, I think he'll play six, but I know it's going to come up uh, with our safe with Suncorp segment in just a moment. But we're going to talk about Adam Dewey Mm. and what his role is because I do believe they need a strong seven. Yeah. And I think they're going to go looking for one. Brandon Wakem played pretty well this year, but like you said, he's not that out-and-out, you know, dominant halfback. He needs someone who's structured, Luai. And maybe Caesar is the structured guy. Maybe he is. Maybe he's just going to play a simple role of, you know, getting the team around the pack, getting to the kicks, all Mm. that sort of stuff, and Luai's the creator. Maybe that can work. They've only signed him for one year. Have they? Well, we'll see how he goes. but. But you ain't know his true value until he actually lines up with Loi. That's the thing, yeah. right? Yeah. He's been around a while, Caesar. Mm. Had a few clubs. I reckon Loi would go well with like a Jamal Fogarty. Yeah. Uh, who? Jamal Fogarty. That's how you say his name. It's Fogarty. Fogarty. No. No, Fogarty. It's. <laughs> no, I think that's the that's the. Are you the, serious? The proper way you pronounce it. No, it's not. Yeah. It's Fogarty. Fogarty. Yeah. <laughs> But well, you said Fogaday. Fogaday. It's either Fogarty or Fogarty. That's, that's I've, good. No, I've heard it pronounced. Oh, no, you're right. Way. I was actually thinking to him. Yeah, the Canberra halfback. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you're right. I, I don't know. What do you think? Go four five seven seven three six seven three six. I don't care. It's cricket season. <laughs> Toolkit Depot. Everything you need under one roof. Tools, equipment, safety gear, and workwear. In store or online. This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range and Nutrien Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrien.com.au. This is Sports Day. Love a bit of ACDC. It's time for our Safe with Suncorp segment here on Sports Day. Get your home storm season ready with Suncorp. Suncorp Home Resilience, I hope uh, if you were affected uh, by the storms and that tornado that ripped through the Gold Coast on uh, Christmas night, I hope you're recovering okay. I know uh, most of the homes, and can I shout out to Energex, um, getting everyone's power back on. I know my friends who had no power for nine days finally got their power on uh, yesterday, so they are relieved. But listen, um, good stuff if you're with Suncorp. They'll help you get your house cleaned up and... And you'll be back to normal soon, hopefully. Now, question for you tonight. With the signing of Jerome Luai, is the future of Adam Dewey safe at the Tigers? Now, Dewey's contract expires at the end of 2024. 
And then you've got Jerome Luai starting at the club in that six jersey from 2025 onwards. I would say, is he safely going to be re-signed by the Tigers? I reckon it's highly unlikely. And a couple of reasons. It's getting on a bit, little bit undoing. I mean, he's not old, but he's also had a lot of injuries. And, and the 600, 650 that he's on per season, there's an opportunity for him. And we just talked about there's the opportunity for the Tigers to go and find themselves a decent halfback. No point having, if you can, I mean, the West Tigers must consider uh, Luai is the best six in the game to be paying him. 1.2 million a season over five years, so a, a, a two million dollar, a six million dollar deal, I should say. You'd need to get yourself a decent number seven. So, is Dewey safe at the Tigers? No. He'll finish off his contract in 2024, and then who knows where he goes next? What are your thoughts? Oh four five seven seven three six. 736 is our text number. Get your home storm season ready with Suncorp break time. We'll wrap up the show next here on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range and Nutrien Ag Solutions. Going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrien.com.au. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. We're about to wrap it up. Uh, community updates. Uh, thanks to Firecoat. Be alert and prepared. This bushfire season. Now, there's a Watch and Act warning in place as a large, slow-moving bushfire burns in Bebo near Inglewood. That's west of Stanthorpe. Now, if you have a bushfire survival plan, follow it now. Uh, QFES are urging you to leave now while you can do so. Stay up to date on all bushfire warnings online with the Queensland Fire and Emergency Services. Visit qfes.queensland.gov.au. But it's a Watch and Act in place at the moment. This community update, thanks to the new fire coat, the first paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions available at Bunnings Warehouse. That is the show uh, for tonight. Jeez, I'm going to be sitting at home watching cricket all night tonight. A couple of BBL games, the test on again tomorrow. Absolutely massive. We'll be back tomorrow night for our last show for the week. How good are these short weeks? They're going all right. This has been Sports Day. We'll catch you then. See you later. <laughs>